0: on how God speaks. And then
1: we'll be looking at a part two of that. How does God speak to us? Yes.
0: Just give me a second. I'm trying to share my screen. Okay. All right. Okay, let's open our Bibles quickly to John, the book of John, chapter 10, verse 2 to 5. John, chapter 10, verse 2 to 5. There we can read. John, chapter 10, verse 2 to 5.
1: Okay, I read. Um, It says, John chapter 10, verse 2. For he that entered in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the potter opens, and the sheep.
0: And the sheep
1: um, hears his voice, and he collects his own sheep by name and leads them out. And when he pull forth his own sheep, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice, and a stranger they would not follow, but will flee from him, for they know not the voice of strangers. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, um, This particular text that we have read was um, a parable that Jesus, Jesus speaking here, gave a parable and he was making an illustration of how sheep recognize the voice of their shepherd. And one thing that we notice from all of this is that the first thing is that God speaks. We see that the shepherd has a voice, he speaks. That is why the the sheep was able to hear his voice. He has a voice. So the first thing to recognize is that God actually speaks to us. Then another thing we need to recognize from this um, passage that we just read is that the enemy also speaks. Because he says here that the voice of the stranger he would not follow. So the enemy also speaks. Yes, God speaks, but the enemy also speaks. We also see from this passage that the shepherd calls them, calls the sheep by name and leads them. We also see that the sheep knows the voice of the shepherd. And we also see that because he knows the voice, he's able to follow him. So he cannot follow someone that he's not um, aware of, his voice, the voice that he doesn't know. So he only follows the voice that he knows and has become acquainted with. Praise God. Let's open our Bibles to John 3.14. We're just trying to lay a foundation that God actually speaks to us. Job 33.14, pardon me, Job 33.14.
0: You can, if you're
1: there, you can read. It says, For God speaketh once, yet twice, yet man perceives it not. Emphasis here on God speaketh. So God actually speak. Let's also open to Isaiah 30, 22, 21. Isaiah
0: 30, 21. Reading from NLT.
1: Your own ears will hear him. Right behind you, a voice will say, this is a way that you should go, whether to the right or to the left. So also speaking about the voice of God, giving direction to man. Hallelujah. So we've not been able to establish with all these verses that we've read that God actually speaks. He has a voice. We also saw in John that the enemy speaks and it's up to the sheep to discern the voice of his shepherd because he has spent time the shepherd so he knows his voice and for certain he would not follow the voice of the stranger so today we would be looking at different ways by which god speaks to us different ways by which god speaks to us before we go into that i remember seeing a documentary during the week and um it was basically uh, a documentary on on john john 10. And it was a youtube video actually and they tried to explain it like a deep a, a literal example and it took some people to a farmland with which um ships and they told them to call out to to the sheep, and they tried different things trying to get the attention of the sheep, and the sheep didn't even move they didn't pay attention and then the shepherd came and then he said some words and then all of a sudden the sheep started coming up to him. And there was another one I saw that was even very funny because the shepherds, in quotes, called the sheep's girls. And he was really cheering out to them, girls, girls. And then the sheep started. It was really funny to watch. But then he just really laid emphasis on the fact that they had spent time with these shepherds had known the voice of the shepherd. then he said the shepherd calls them by name. And then she got in front of them and then they followed. They started aligning themselves and following her as they went all through the farmland. And it was very interesting to see that these are animals that we think that might not be that intellectual have come to a point where they recognize the voice of their shepherd and they're able to follow how much more we who have the spirit of God in us. So um, last week, Victor also laid emphasis on the fact that in the Old Testament, um, believers, believers were able to hear God through prophets. But now in this new dimension, where we have the spirit of God on our inside and the spirit is bearing witness with our spirit, we're able to hear God for ourselves and by ourselves. We do not need any man. to to hear God for us, because we have the Spirit of God on our inside. In the Old Testament, the Spirit was upon them, not within them, so they didn't have access to to, to the Holy Spirit for for a long time. But we we have the Spirit of God in us forever. He's always present with us as we go about our daily activities, as we move around. His Spirit is inside of us. His Spirit dwells on our inside. Praise God. So today, like I said, we'll be looking at Different ways by which God speak, speaks and um, group them into two categories, actually. So there's an internal experience and there's the external experience. So the internal experience are thoughts and um, spiritual impulses, while the external experiences are providential circumstances and spectacular experiences. So the four broad ways are thoughts, spiritual impulses, providential circumstances, and spectacular experience. We'll be um, laying emphasis on the first two, which are internal, and then maybe next week we'll be able to cover the external um, experiences. So firstly, let's look at thoughts. The first one says thoughts. Because um, most time as believers, we always feel like there's, God has to speak to us in a very dramatic way, in a way that we will not be able to deny that, yes, this is God. Like it's so clear and that we know that, yes, indeed, this is God. We want signs from God. We want maybe an earthquake or something really dramatic. However, we should also recognize that, yes, God can speak in those ways, in those external ways. However, however Internally, he can also speak to us. He can speak through our thoughts. He can speak in our spirit, as spiritual impulses. So we're laying laying foundation on that and trying to explain those internal um, experiences we can have through the help of the Holy Spirit. So the first one says thoughts. So God speaks through our thoughts. Jeremiah 29, 11. I think that's a very popular passage. I want us to just read it. Jeremiah twenty nine
0: eleven. He says, For I know the thoughts
1: I think towards you, says to the Lord, thoughts of peace, not of evil, to give you an expected end. So we know that God has thoughts, and his thoughts towards us are of peace and not of evil to give us an expected end. So God has thoughts. Let's also see Isaiah 55, eight,
0: Isaiah 55, eight. Yeah, there you can read.
1: It says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways. Still laying emphasis on the fact that God has taught. Lastly, let's see Psalms. Psalms 139, verse
0: 17.
1: How precious also are thy thoughts unto me, O God. So the psalmist was talking about the thoughts of God. So we see here that one, God has thoughts. We also as individuals, as human beings, we have thoughts. We have a mind. We have a body. We have a soul. We have a spirit. In our soul, soul we have mind. We have thoughts. We're able to think about things. So just the same way God has thoughts, we also have thoughts. And then God knows our thoughts and can literally place his thoughts in our minds. So some thoughts that can come to us, are we know for certain that these are thoughts from God. So God can speak to us through our thoughts. Like I said, this is an internal experience for us as believers, that God can speak to us through our thoughts. Sometimes you become suddenly aware of something in your mind that you previously have not paid attention to. And you're wondering how come I'm able to think about this. And let me me try and give some examples. Um, So for example, while I was trying to prepare for this um, Bible study and certain thoughts were just coming to my mind, scriptures that I probably read before started dropping to my mind. It started expanding in my mind. I started gaining more understanding about it. And I knew for a certain that this couldn't have been me um, coming up with these thoughts. It was definitely the Holy Spirit, was definitely God placing his thoughts in my thoughts, it was definitely God speaking to me through my thoughts. You may get a very brilliant idea that you know that you couldn't have come up with. And it suddenly just comes to mind. That is God placing his thoughts in your thoughts. That is God influencing your thoughts and giving you creative ideas either to start a business, to do something, or just to bless someone. You just suddenly feel the need, or just say, I-, I think I need to just give this person money. That's just the ways that the spirit of God speaks to us through our thoughts. Um, I will re- also remember there was a particular time um, think, I think the most, the most often time where I have thought is where everywhere is silent, probably in the shower where it's just me alone with my thoughts. And then I just start to hear um, or sense rather in my spirit, certain things, ideas begin to drop in my heart that I've never thought of before. That is the Holy Spirit dropping thoughts in our thoughts and literally um, placing us in the right direction. But then how do we know that these thoughts are from God and not just us coming up with things? Praise God. Now we go back to the previous previous slide in John 10, um, 10 five. It says that God speaks, the enemy also speaks. So how do we know that this thought is God speaking to me or is the enemy speaking to me? So there are some tests that we should um, run those thoughts by, and this next slide says, "Test all spirits." So as believers, we understand that we are supposed to test. Let's just read. Let's just read, First um, John, First John 4, four one. Let's read it. First John,
0: chapter four, verse one.
1: Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are born into the world. Test all spirits, believe not every spirit, try them, whether they are from, from God. So these this four um, major ways, broad ways that God speaks to us, we're supposed to test them. And see, are they from God? Are these thoughts that I'm having from God? So how exactly do we test them? Firstly, what does the Bible say about it? What does scripture say about it? Okay, a thought has come to mind right now. Is it in line with the Bible? When I look at it through the lenses of the scriptures, does it align or does it contradict the scriptures? Does it contradict the character, the nature of Jesus? Remember when we were little, we always had this phrase that we used to say, what would Jesus do? What would Jesus say? If Jesus was in this position, what would he do? This kind of thought, is is it a thought from God? Does it go in line with scriptures? I cannot have a thought that says that I should go and, and take my neighbor's dog. For example, in the absence of my neighbor, and I, and, I, and I say, Oh, that thought is from God. Literally, that's stealing. And we know that that doesn't go with the Bible, it contradicts the character of Jesus. And then we now press for that to say, We spend time in praying and praying and worshiping. So we bring those thoughts into submission of, of, of God, into, into scrutiny by praying and worshiping asking the Holy Spirit to expand our hearts so that those thoughts will become clearer, so we'll have clarity. What exactly is God saying? Why is he saying this? Which, Of what purpose? Okay, he wants me to give out money. Now, as we begin to pray about it, okay, the thought has come, I'm supposed to give this person this money. As we begin to pray about it, as we begin to, you know, um, ask the Holy Spirit questions and we pray. And we spend time praying, we now begin to ask, how much should I give this person? How should I give this person? And it begins to expand in our spirit. And when we spend time praying on those thoughts, we will be able to know if they are actually from God or not. Because if they are not from God, they will definitely fade away. But if they are from God, it begins to expand in our heart. The Holy Spirit begins to give us more insight to what he's saying. Um, And what he has revealed to us. So we should spend time praying. Firstly, check the Bible. What does the Bible say? Does it contradict the character of Jesus? Then, spend time praying, spend time worshiping, because we know that when we do all these things, we can know for a fact that this, this thought is from God or is not from God. Hallelujah. Okay, please give me a minute. You've taken the light here. Okay, so another thing we need to also consider is that as we pray, we know that the peace of God, um, which surpasses all human understanding, would abide with us. So we'll be able to sense the peace of God while we pray, and we know that yes, this is God nudging us ahead, that this is the way to go. This is God nudging us that yes, this is this is actually from him. So the second thing we also want to consider is spiritual impulses, spiritual impulses. Romans chapter eight, verse 14. Let's open our Bibles to Romans chapter eight, verse 14. And um, 1 Corinthians 2. 10 to 11. Please, if you are there, please read. 1
0: Corinthians 2, ten, Romans 8.14.
1: Romans 8.14, I'm reading from the Passion Translation. It says, The mature children of God are those who are moved by the impulses of the Holy Spirit. The mature children of God are those who are moved by the impulses of the Holy Spirit. Then 1 Corinthians 2.10, still. Passion translation. He says, "But God now unveils these profound realities to us by His Spirit. Yes, He has revealed to us His innermost heart and deepest mysteries through the Holy Spirit, who constantly explores all things. Eleven. After all, we can really see into a person's heart and know his hidden impulses." except for that person's spirit. So it is with God. His thoughts and secrets are fully understood by his spirit, the spirit of God. Hallelujah. So the second um, internal experience that we are considering is spiritual impulses. We've talked about thoughts, now we're talking about spiritual impulses. And Romans eight fourteen says that for well, as many are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. And the passion translation makes us understand that the mature children of God are led by the impulses of the Spirit. And these impulses, they represent the activities of the Holy Spirit within us, and he uses it to communicate with us. And we see that it could be perceptions It could be promptings, it could be knowings, it could be nudging, joy, peace in our hearts. So, we're going to be taking them one by one. And um, so, for prompting, prompting is like an action of saying something or persuading someone to do something. So, you suddenly feel um, a, a perception in your spirit. And you just you just know that deed is from God. So let's read Second Kings to see an example. Second Kings
0: four. Second Kings chapter four verse nine.
1: And she said to her husband, Behold, now I perceive that this is a holy man which passes on by. This is actually the story of the Shunanamite woman, and then she met with Elijah, and she was telling her husband, she was speaking to her husband here, and she was she said that she perceived in her spirit that this person was actually um, a man of God. So when you when you this is one of the ways by which. Spirit of God speaks to us through perceptions. You read through scriptures, you see different um, examples. For example, um, Paul just perceiving that the ship was going to wreck. How did he know that? How did he come to the awareness of that? It was an impulse, it was a spiritual impulse on his inside. I don't don't know if there's any one of us here that have examples of these impulses, I'm sure we we do. You just suddenly feel the nudge not to, not to go anymore. Probably you have an outing with your friends, and then you just feel the nudging that I don't think I, I want to go anymore. You just want to enter a bus These are internal experiences. They may not be loud and dramatic like other um, other um, means by which God speaks to us, or they can seem subtle. And if we do not pay attention to them or become knowledgeable about these things, we might miss out on them. Because we might think that, oh, our minds are playing tricks on us. However, when we read through scriptures and we see these kind of examples, we know that this is God teaching us that these are ways by which he speaks to us. He nudges us, nudges us. He gives us a knowing in our hearts, like like a word of knowledge. You just know something would happen. You just know. You can't even explain how you know. You can't even, because if somebody asks you that, how do you know that this person is? I just know. It's a knowing, it's a spirit, the spirit of God releasing that information that you are previously not aware of to your spirit and you become knowledgeable about it. We need to understand that as believers, we have the spirit of God in our inside. And when Jesus was leaving the earth, he promised was his spirit he said he will guide us onto all truth he will search the deepest things the deepest secrets even the deepest things of god so we know that we have the spirit of god on our inside and he's able to search all things he knows all things he's aware of all things that means we ourselves are we that we are hosting his presence hosting his spirit can become aware of those things also because when we look at the life of jesus and he was able to do certain things, perceive certain things, just know, for example, where to go, who to go, who to anoint, who to call as disciples. It's because he had the spirit of God on his inside. It's because he had, he was aware of spiritual impulses. So the reason why we are laying emphasis on this is so that we do not miss them because they may they they seem so minute, they may seem like it's silent, because people, most times when I speak to people and then they say, ah, God, God doesn't speak to me. Probably they're expecting an audible voice or they're expecting something really dramatic and crazy and they can share. But these are internal experiences that we shouldn't miss, which is very important and critical. to so our Christian race. So another thing we need to understand is peace. Okay, joy. Let's talk about joy joy you just suddenly maybe are praying about something and then you just suddenly have this joy that the outcome of something like for example you're praying about a contract and you just suddenly feel joy in your spirits that the outcome is going to be successful you begin to laugh in, in the spirit you begin to rejoice it's a prompting it's a spiritual impulse it's God speaking to you this might seem my news, but these are one of the ways that God speaks to us as believers and we should become more aware of. And then peace. Let's open our Bible to Colossians 3, 5. Because I also mentioned it when we're talking about how to test the spirits, how to test all spirits. Colossians 3, verse 5. Colossians 3.15, pardon me, Colossians 3.15. It says, and let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also ye are called in one body, and be thankful, praise God. So peace is not only an element of his character, but it's also an evidence of his presence. We know that, yes, God is peace, but we know that when we have peace, it is evident that God is in it. So it basically serves like as, as a identifying marker to knowing that God is in, 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 that, such, in that such a case. So it it basically plays a vital role to hearing from God. And then in this scripture that we read, Paul was admonishing us to let us know that the peace of God is a guiding and determining factor in our choices. And the word here that says rule your heart, uh, when you check the Greek translation, it means to govern, it means to judge, it means to umpire. And when you look at an umpire, someone that... um, precedes over, um, how would I explain that now? Basically precede over like a game, like maybe an Olympic game or something and he judges things. So that's that um, um, word rule. So he basically, so the peace of God helps you decide and determine a matter whether it is of God. When we have peace of God in our heart concerning a matter, we can say that God, is in this matter and God is um, leading us. And the opposite will be the case when we lose our peace about it. We know it's a spiritual impulse. So we should spend time praying the more and knowing exactly what God is saying concerning this matter. So like I said earlier, that when we when we sense all these things, we should still do what test them. The three tests, check through scriptures, does it contradict the character of Jesus? And then the last one is to spend time praying, so that it expands in your spirit. God um, releases more unctions and all transits you, and then you get to know better what God is saying. Praise God. So, um, okay. So, we need to also consider one more thing, which is um, spending time with the Holy Spirit. Because as we see in, in John in John 10, that the only reason why the sheep was able to recognize the voice of the shepherd was because he has spent time with the shepherd, He has known the shepherd that brings us to intimacy. So, for us to be able to to get acquainted with how God speaks with these internal experiences, because it's very easy for us to miss them, is by spending time with the Spirit. Is by spending time with God. Because when when you when you look at um, children, for example, and growing up as a child they, they love to spend time with you and then maybe from time to time they get to know their mother and all of that I remember while I was in my postgraduate and I, I was um, babysitting and there's this particular baby I was babysitting about three months old she started crying and crying I was trying to pacify her but there was nothing I could do she just kept crying she wanted her mom And then I called her mom to tell her, your baby's crying, seems like you have to come back. And then she told me to get her wrapper and just put it around my shoulders and let her lie on my shoulders and that she would fall asleep. I was wondering what kind of of miracle would that be? And then I did it. And when she rested on my shoulders where the wrapper was, the baby kept calm and then slept off. And then when she came back, I was. Try- I had to ask her, that, "How come this baby was able to keep quiet?" She was like, "Oh, the smell. Uh, when she smelled her clothes, she was able to sense that. Oh, mommy was close and all of that." I'm like, "Oh wow!" So the baby, as tiny as the baby was, about three months old, baby was already able to to know the difference between her mom's smell and my own smell. But I'm sure that for for a mature baby, that probably will not work because maybe other senses are are more heightened, so they know better things. They probably can see better, they can feel, they can touch. So that might not work for a small for, for an older baby. So in stages. So initially, someone probably might be not be able to differentiate between the voice of God and. The voice of the enemy, but as they mature in Christ, they're able to know better. They're able to sense better. They're able to discern better that this is the voice of God. This is not the voice of God because they have spent time with God. I also saw um, this video on Instagram where they had mommy and the father were trying to deceive their baby. So they wanted the baby to come, to choose who to come to. And the baby would normally come to the mom anytime they did something like that. So they had their faces um, covered and then they put the picture of the other person. So the, for example, the mom, they put the picture of the father and then the father, they put the picture of, of the mom trying to deceive the baby to see who the baby would come to. But the baby, the four part is that the baby was still able, as the baby got closer, initially the baby was running towards the dad because he saw the face of the picture of the mom. But as the baby got closer, he sensed that it was spiritual knowing. He sensed that this was not my mom and then turned to the picture of the mom and then hugged the mom. And then that just blew my mind because I'm like, how was the baby able to know this? Maybe through touch, maybe the smell of the mom. But it basically shows that the baby could not be deceived by what he was seeing. He, he moved when he moved closer, he was able to know that this was not my mom. This was a camouflage. This was the enemy. In quotes, this is the person that I, that I am supposed to move. This is the person that I love. This is the person I'm acquainted to. This is the person I'm in a relationship with. So that's how it is with, with, with God. So as we grow in God, as we mature as believers, we're able to. to to discern and know the voice of God. So I don't want us to beat ourselves up about, oh, how do I get to know this? How do I get to to, to know that God is speaking to me? First and foremost, of giving us the test, but we should also take time to watch. spend time with God. Because in spending time with God, we get to know God better. Because when we read the scriptures, firstly, when we read scriptures, we are able to know, the mind of God, we're able to know the character of God. So we're able to know firstly that oh this is this is definitely outright no but then when we spend time with the Holy Spirit praying fellowshipping he reveals his nature to us and then we know that this is the voice of the enemy this is not God. So emphasis on intimacy to be able to um get acquainted with these internal experiences we need to be intimate with God i also uh, something funny just came to mind. Now, you know how they play this game at the wedding, where um, the husband has his blindfold and he's supposed to identify his wife. I remember speaking to you with my friend one day, and she was like, "It's just a very funny game because what if you miss? What if you miss and you don't end up picking wife?" And I always, I always had this at the back of my mind that. I'm sure they must have practiced. Maybe they say I pinch you three times and then you know that I'm the one or something funny like that. And then most of the ones that I've seen, they get to pass the test. And I'm like, these people are probably more supposed to known themselves too much. they really are not even supposed to. Because how do you get to know your partner in such a way that your eyes are blindfolded and you still get to know that this exactly is... Um, my partner so basically they had spent time together the example of the children that i gave also still also emphasizing on the fact that they had spent time with their parents with the person that they are uh, closest to and they are able to discern and know that this is my partner or this is my um, father and all of that so um lastly um I say here that hearing God and knowing how he speaks takes time. It requires patience, requires us to practice, requires us to train our spiritual senses, requires us to recalibrate our receptacles, requires us to tune our frequency to the frequency of heaven. It requires us to be intentional and that intimacy is key. So when we look at all these things, we see that there's a lot for us to do as believers, because we know that first and foremost, God speaks. He speaks to us internally. We've looked at church, we've looked at spiritual impulses, the knowing, the nudging, and all of that. But with time, it, it takes time to be able to, to know all these things. So don't just give up at the first instance, and then you, you say, God doesn't speak to me. I, I waited and waited, I, because I, I've Someone has asked me before that, how exactly does God speak? Because I finished praying and I kept quiet and I do not hear anything. It requires time. It takes patience. It it requires us to listen. It requires practice. Practice hearing the voice of God by asking him questions. Ask him random questions not only in the big things, not only when we make, want to make major decisions. And then that's when we ask, oh, what are you saying? What's your will for me? In the little things, so that when we need to even make a big decision, we have been able to practice that, we become acquainted to his voice. And then it becomes easier when it comes to making big decisions. As I, I, remember, I remember a pastor once saying that you've never heard God before. And then it's the day you want to choose your partner that you you want to hear God, that definitely you will not hear anything. You will hear your own voice. That still lays emphasis on the fact that you have not submitted yourself to the school of the spirit. You have not practiced. You have not been hearing from him before now. So a major decision is very unlikely for you to hear God. So it requires us to practice. Practice hearing in his presence. Take our time. Ask him questions in your thoughts, in your mind. Wonder on those things. When spiritual impulses come, pray about them. Ask him. He's there. He wants to share these things with us. You'll be amazed how much he's ready to talk to us. All the things that he wants to reveal to us. We need to just silence out the voices and the distractions and hear him speak to us. We need to train our spiritual senses, our spiritual eyes, our spiritual ears. We need to train them. The same way we... We put ourselves through trainings in school, just oh, how exactly does this person do this and do that? We need to train our spirits. For example, in, 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 my, in my office now, if my boss is coming up the staircase just by his footsteps, I know exactly that he's the one coming. I have spent so much time with him. I know when he's the one coming just by his footsteps because I've spent time. So spend time with God train your ears, train your eyes to to recognize the voice of God and tune your frequency to the frequency of heaven. And um, I think, I'm trying to remember who said, I think it was Apostle, Apostle or So He was saying about um, tuning your frequency to the frequency of heaven. And he was giving this illustration about how when you turn on your radio, and you're trying to get a particular station, maybe a question, I don't really know radio stations, let's just go with a question, and say 102.9, and you're turning it, turning it, turning it, and you keep on tuning it, you know, as you're moving and moving to 102.8, you see that there's so many noises coming in, maybe from the station that has seven at the back and the station that has eight at the back, there are just too many, two, three, or four channels coming in. Well, as you keep on tuning it, you get to a point where it becomes clear, and then you pick that exact frequency, you pick a question and you hit the mark. In the same way, we tune our frequency to the point where that we silence all the voices, we silence all the doubts, we silence fear, and we hear God directly. We tune ourselves to the frequency of heaven. We are intentional about hearing from God, we are intentional about the way he speaks. We learn about them, we practice them, we train our spirit man to the point that we are able to hear God. Um, so we would be stopping here for today and next week, we would look at other ways by which um, God speaks to us. We're looking at providential circumstances and spectacular experiences. These ones are external and um, Yeah, we'll be spending time doing that. Okay, do we have, I hope I wasn't too fast. Do we have any question or we want to share our experience about how God has um, spoken to us in time past through these first two categories that I mentioned, through our thoughts or through spiritual impulses? Do we have um, examples like that you want to share? Please share so that we can also learn. We have that on
0: Zoom and I'll mix it up. Okay, let's check.
1: Okay, um, I see that your mic is unmuted. Are you trying to say something? Because I can't hear you. Um, it says iPhone. Can you hear me now? Yes.
2: Okay. Praise the Lord.
1: Hallelujah.
2: Yeah, that was a good presentation. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you, Ma.
2: Um yes. Um Actually, we all want to hear from God, but sometimes it's like we are not able to differentiate between the voice of God and and the voice of the enemy. Just like you say, God speaks and also the enemy speaks. Our ability to differentiate between the two help us to give attention and also to carry out whatever we hear from God. So um, the aspect I really love today um, is how God speaks to us from our inner man. Sometimes we may not hear audible voice, but God speaks within our heart, And we'll be able to um, know that God is speaking by our, our relationship with God when you talk about spending time with God. If I don't know you before, um, I will not be able to pick your voice in the midst of other people. As I listen to you today now, I don't know your name yet, but next time I hear you, I'll be able to know, okay, she's the one. Uh, Today I know it's not Victor, And it's not Emily, who is this one speaking? I need to know. And then when I get to know, I will not be a stranger to your voice. And I believe the same applies to us. When we relate with God, his voice will no longer be strange to us. But if we are not close to hearing him, how he speaks, what tone he uses, uh, we will we'll mistake him for somebody. So I really thank you for helping us to know how God speaks to us today.
1: Thank you very much, Mommy. <laughs> I recognize <Yeah>. Mommy's voice. <laughs> <Thank you.
2: laughs> that's, that's because you've had me before. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Thank, thank, you you so much. Much. Well,
1: thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yes, just Mm -hmm. like mommy said, um, just to lay emphasis that when we spend time with someone, we're able to differentiate their their voices among many other voices. And we know that this person is my person. This person is the voice of God. So, emphasis on intimacy, emphasis on relationship. So, the whole reason of The only reason why we want to hear from God is not just for for the fun of it. It's The first primary reason is that we become aware of his nature. We know God. Then Mm. then later on, as we spend time with God, then he now begins to lead us. So the first thing thing is not necessarily, what can I gain by hearing God? Will he begin to Mm. tell me things about other people? Will they begin to see do spooky things and begin to hear other people's secrets. Will God reveal other people's secrets to me? Will He tell them the emphasis and the first primary reason why we want to know the voice of God, why we want to learn how he speaks, is so that we might know him. That's the very primary reason. He is the prize, he's the ultimate prize to know him, to know his nature. Then we knowing him. He begins to lead us. He begins to give us direction. He begins to give us that spiritual advantage. Praise
2: God. Mm. Mm. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you, Mama. Uh, is there any other person? Nonsu? Amen. Is there anything you want to share with us?
3: Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you very, very much for your detailed expansion. Um, I mean it's quite it's quite um, a very good and deep reminder and also revelation of how uh, we hear from God. The truth is that hearing audible voice is very sweet, <laughs> right? So just imagine yourself. A situation where uh, you hear god clearly okay do this okay go this place okay why don't you this way, and all that i mean it's so so it's so, so sweet and uh, sometimes you find people who express or uh, this is a kind of experience we talk about this kind of experience and you be like what is, what have i been doing or is it that god selects them who to speak to him? All that, but we know, like you shared in the scripture, actually Hebrews chapter 1 this that God, at 100 times, that is in the time past, he spoke to the, his prophet, he spoke to the people through his prophet, but in this time, he speaks to us in his tongue, Jesus Christ. So, I strongly believe that anybody can hear, everybody can hear the audible voice of God, it all depends on the level of infinity. So, but because of our limitation, God also speaks. Um, other means, which you actually wanted to be talking about a knowing inside of us. Uh, some call in our conscience, some call it in knowing, it's just, it, there, there is no particular means you can call it that will qualify it. That, okay, I just know this. Why do you know it? I just know this. And also, but it's actually interesting to know that what you are during the time as a result of how and what you receive from God by the leading of the Holy Spirit. So, thank you very, very much, Faith. Uh, it's been such an inspiration and uh, such a very good journey. And thank you very much, Mommy. Uh, it's, it's nice hearing your voice today. Uh, I think, okay, I've heard your voice one time before doing your contribution, but. So it's very very nice hearing from again today. So thank you very much. I was really inspired.
1: Thank thank you so much, also. Thank you for that. Thank you, thank you everyone for sharing. And while you were sharing, I just I just also remembered in scripture that um, when God wanted to speak to to Elijah. And then there was an earthquake, there was a whirlwind, so many dramatic experiences. And then there was a voice and that was where God was. So in as much as we desire dramatic experiences, we shouldn't miss, miss out on those tiny little things, the internal voices, the internal experiences. Because that's probably where God is speaking. That is probably where God has been prompting you all this while. While we wait for signs, while we wait for dreams, while we we read books and try to to know things by um, numbers and try to, you know, just create different things for ourselves. There are a lot of dream books, there are vision books, which are good. And then we try to understand things. Oh, five means grace, try to understand symbols, try to understand so many things, try to discern God in, in dramatic and, and spectacular experiences. Let's not forget that God speaks internally as well. He's currently speaking, He speaks to us in our thoughts, through impulses, He speaks. Hallelujah. Praise God um mix we've not heard anything from anyone on mix at least please share with us one thing that you learned before we close there is something that you learned
0: and you want to share on mix Okay, while we wait for that,
1: I want us to just take out some time to pray. I know it's a Bible study, but I just want us to take out some time to pray. That going forward, henceforth, we will be able to recognize the promptings and the leadings of God because it is very important. It cannot be over, the importance cannot be overemphasized in the day and age that we are in. We need the voice of God to lead us. We need to know how he speaks. Because in these times, a lot of people are speaking. devil is speaking. We must know and must be able to recognize that it is God that is speaking must be able to know that. I, I, just, I just remembered an example. This is, this is external, but this is an external example, but it still goes in line with what I'm saying. There's a story in the Bible of the young prophets and the old prophets. So the young prophets, God had told him before leaving the house that once you are done, don't branch anywhere, don't eat, just go back home. But
0: as he was going, he met an
1: older prophet. So with a much greater anointing in quotes, a superior person spiritually. So when he looked up to and says, uh-uh, God told me that you should wait. God told me you should come, come to my
0: house, come and eat. And then he went,
1: and then after eating and all, that same older prophet heard the voice of God, God spoke through him to tell him that the younger prophet had disobeyed. So it is very important that we become so much confident in, in our relationship with God. And that is by intimacy and spending time with God, that we know for a certain that this is God speaking. So when another voice comes, we can test all spirits. We can know that even this, even though this person might not um on the surface level look like an enemy, but I'm able to test this spirit, dig deeper, and know that this person might not be from God, this voice might not be God. He says the devil. The devil appears like as, as an angel of light. Is there a camouflage? What is this person trying to do? I'm able to see beyond the physical. I'm able to dig deep and know. Testing all spirits, this is not of God. I have heard from God for myself, and I know that this is not God speaking. When we also go through Scripture, we see we see Paul she was going about. And then this, this um, lady, this young lady who was possessed, was saying, oh, these are the prophets of God. These are the sons of God. What she was saying, was it true? Yes. But by which spirit, by what spirit was she saying those things? So even though on the surface level, it might look pure, it might look clean, it might look like, oh, what she's saying doesn't contradict scriptures. They are actually um, prophets of God. But then one thing, one thing, trying to find the scripture so I could read it. One thing that happened was that Paul, the Bible says that Paul being grieved in his spirit, a spiritual impulse, an internal knowing, He was grieved in his spirit. He just knew that something was off. Something was just wrong somewhere. That mm -mm. Yes, so you are saying the right thing. Yes, so what you are saying is correct. However, by which spirit do you say this? He was able to know that this person, mm -mm, there's something off.
0: And then cast out the demons from her.
1: So we're going to be praying in a in, in few minutes. We have about two minutes left. So let's let's just take our time to just pray in, in the way we, we best understand and how we understood today's scripture, um, today's teaching.
0: And just spend time praying. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And thank you, Holy Spirit.
1: Because henceforth, I'm aware that you speak to me through my thoughts. I am sensitive to the leading of the Spirit of God on my
0: inside. Through the nudgings, the knowings,
1: the perceptions, I'm able to sense the leading of the Spirit of God. I'm able to sense how he speaks and I'm able to follow
0: the voice of the enemy I would not follow
1: the voice of the stranger I would not follow. I make a commitment to spend time with God, to know him, to know his ways, to know his nature, to become acquainted with his voice so that when he calls me, I will know that he is speaking. I would listen, and I would follow. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for in Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. I hope that we have been blessed. Okay, we
0: have a chat from...
1: Okay. um. Tosin says, the more we spend time with God, the more we recognize the way he speaks. The more we spend time with God, the more we recognize the way he speaks. That's what Tosin meant. Thank you so much, Tosin, for sharing that with us. Thank you, everyone, for joining today's um, Bible study. I want to encourage us to take our time to listen to our podcast We have a podcast channel, in case you're not aware. We have a podcast channel. Listen to last week's teaching. You can listen to this week's teaching again. As soon as it's uploaded, we will post it on the group so we can go through it again, spend time, you know, just hearing God's word over and over again. That's the way we build ourselves. That's the way we train our spirits, by hearing God's word. Okay, do we have any newcomer? Anyone that is joining us for the first time, put on Mixer and okay, on Zoom, I think everybody is here on Mixer. Is there anyone like that on Mixer?
0: Okay. In the absence of none,
1: thank you everyone for joining today's um, Bible study. God bless you. Oh, Victor is here. Thank you, Um, Victor. I don't know if you have something to say or add.
3: Uh, No, not at all. Hi, everyone. Apologies, I couldn't join in um, from the start. Oh, yeah, nothing for me. Thank you. All right.
1: Thank you very much, Victor. Okay, thank you everyone. Thanks for joining. Do have a great week ahead. God bless you all.
0: Good night. Bye. Bye. Bye.